Welcome to Leader Optics. I am your host, Dr. Charles Lee, and I am super excited about our podcast today. We're talking about what's happening right now and how to use leadership skills to not only protect your peace, but ensure that you are your most optimal self. Folks are confused right now, guys. Folks are frustrated. Folks are angry. Um, we see injustice on every level. Um, we see a whole lot of propaganda coming from the media. And more importantly, if you are living or close to someone who's in brown skin, you also may be feeling heightened emotions. I get it. And we're going to talk through it. And hopefully you will find this podcast beneficial. But what I first want to talk through is understanding the difference between pacification and change. Because what I am noticing more and more in how the media is turning things, let's talk about them very directly. You have the racial injustice and unrest right now in the United States. We have COVID that is still very much part of what's happening right now. And we are on an election year. A lot of economic challenges have come to people that probably did not experience them before or have not experienced it this way. And then you have people who are in transition. These things really just boil down to life is just happening. But we sometimes snatch and jump onto things that we think are real changes and it's not. These aren't changes that's going to um, bring back or promote the change that we need to see happen. But what I do see a lot of is pacification. And we need to know the difference between the two. Before I dig deep into that though, um, I'm reading from chapter one of my book. It's one of the paragraphs here. It's talking about how you are the gatekeeper to your destiny and to your purpose. And just a few sentences here. It's actually on page one. So if you haven't gotten my book yet, please go to drscharleslee.com. Go to the shop tab and find your books and your t-shirt there. This will be a blessing to you. It was a blessing to me to write about my life, talk about what I learned, and then give you some feedback and tips on how to apply it. So um, the subtitle for this chapter is Do Your Job. And you have to understand as a leader, when someone or something is in place to pacify you, and you must know if real change is going to come. And so if we're, we're rejoicing when a law enforcement officer is actually arrested for wrongdoing. And we think that's a form of justice. No, that's a part of justice. And that's the difference. And then number two, if anyone commits a crime there should be some type of penalty for that crime. So brown people, black people, people that look like me, because an officer is arrested for committing a crime is par for the course. Did us no favors. If they are actually convicted for any amount of time, and I'm not talking about probation. I'm talking about actually, I'm talking about the same sentence that we would get if we committed a crime. I'm talking about people. If they're actually sentenced and actually get to serve that time, then law as appropriately as someone could administer may have been executed. 
may have happened. That is par for the course. When you commit a crime, you are uh, charged and then you are sentenced. And even that part that we're rejoicing about isn't accurate. But I see these examples in our lives over and over and over again where you have a concern or you have um, something, um, you have a roadblock and we don't know as leaders of our own life how to address, you're just pacifying a situation. Sometimes we're doing it to a situation, right? Or am I putting things in place to do real change? So listen to what I say about this in the first chapter of my book, third paragraph. It says, you are the one who guards who gets close to your purpose and destiny because in that is your very truth and core of your life. You will learn how to guard your precious landscape well. You will make mistakes, but you will also learn from them. You will become more and more skillful as you decide what comes in and what must come out. That's responsibility. That's adulting. That's real leadership. And that's what this podcast is all about. So let's start with forms of pacification. When there's a problem that threatens your purpose and your destiny in that moment, you have two choices. Deal with it. That means address it in a way that is going to promote a win-win or don't, which means you're going to ignore something and hope it goes away on its own. It will be a podcast to talk about what gets your attention, but what we're talking about today is understanding pacification and then real change. And they don't exist well together. They do not coexist. We must first make the stance that we're not going to pacify situations anymore. Real change doesn't happen there and your life deserves the best quality of your attention for your success. And guys, this is a very personal one for me. I am uh, in transition in a few areas of my life and um, I just got back from Florida and I am constantly thinking through with these things that's happening, what is it, God, that I need to learn here and be ensure that I get to work on the right things because I have so many things that require my attention. And in that, we, we're going to get the truth. <laughs> Once we reveal truth, then we're able to deal with things. Let's talk about pacification from a people standpoint. If you have people in your circle that are withdrawing a whole lot, but their deposits are low. And when you address the situation, you get a bit of change, but something that's not lasting. And you find yourself repeating the things that are impacting you over and over and over and over again. That's a waste of time. And that really is more than just procrastination. That is our inability to deal with something because we are afraid of one thing. Hurt, pain, and that drives fear. And fear drives a lack of results. We got to remain teachable here, guys. We have to be teachable here. 
One of the things I talk about in my book is how you must learn from all these experiences you have and you're living your purpose and destiny over and over again. This is why I don't believe destiny is an end spot. You should live your destiny and purpose over and over and over and over again because you're learning from some of your mistakes or experiences or things you're helping other people through. When someone's not depositing in you, they are most certainly withdrawing. And that change that you need to happen for you to feel good, for you to be positive, for you to be result-oriented is now being depleted, then you must approach that with change. Let's talk about what the um, dictionary calls it. Pacification. It means to restore to a tranquil state in attempt to pacify the commotion. Part B to this was to reduce to a submissive state. Got it? To reduce to a submissive state. Change means the act or instance of making or becoming different. It is the very act or instance of making or becoming different. Here's what I noticed about the word pacification when I began to look it up in other languages. The most common other word used for pacification is subdue. I found it in Hebrew, Greek, uh, Latin, all derived to the word of subdue. When you are pacifying something or someone is pacifying you, it is still a state of manipulation to subdue you, to calm you for that moment. To return to a tranquil state and attempt to pacify the commotion. To reduce to a submissive state. So if I pacify you, you calm down and therefore your power has been reduced because I have pacified you. No real change has happened. So when I see white folks who are speaking up against racial inequality, I think it is a show of unity. However, thank you for addressing human rights, as I also should. I'm not sure if I would love someone more for that. I would just say thank you for making a stance for human rights because racial injustice is humans, human issues, right? Now, we have to understand that real change comes through execution all the way. And that's the problem that prevents us. We get comfortable with pacification because it makes us feel good right then. But friends, it will not promote long-term change. Now here's what gets change. Practice. 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 And you are talking to someone right now, you're listening to someone right now who has to practice what he says. Because I have just learned, my, one of my best friends just told me a couple weeks ago, I don't think you realize the weight of your interaction. I have a strong personality, I'm intense, 
right? Um, how I feel is either in my tone, my facial expression, body language, even my word choice. So I've been working diligently for over a year now, uh, being careful with my choice of words. And luckily I'm around people who hold me accountable to make sure I'm executing those things. And I've gotten better and better and that promotes real change. When someone or something isn't changing and you're trying to do all the adjustment and they're not doing a lot of movement, pacification. It is only a way to subdue your power. So if a bunch of social media videos, posts is driving change, while I think I'll take it any way we can get it, you got to ask yourself this question. Why is action after exposure, why does that pacify me? When we still see cops or political figures who are not held accountable. And we demonstrate that in our lives and where we are today. We are in a place that change needs to happen and we are overreacting over pacification. Your life, your goals, your dreams and plans require you to lead and you have to have enough emotional intelligence and we will talk about that in a different um, podcast. But you must speak in a way that ensures that you understand what is actually happening around you so you can get into action. Folks, if you get intel about something that's going to hurt your goals, your dreams, your vision, and you don't do anything with that because you are afraid to, you're saying to that thing, that person, that circumstance or situation, that you're bigger than my dreams. And nothing is bigger than your dreams. Because if your dreams and passions aren't fueling you, then you're not progressing. You're not living in your destiny and your purpose. And this is why people think they're depressed because you're living in a state that you're not meant to be in. If you want to aggravate me and see me get uncentered, get me in chaos that I can do absolutely nothing about. So in order for me to stay centered and spend energy when I really need to execute and bring things to a, a calm state as a leader, whether I'm talking about my life or with my family or with my job, I begin to identify, here's the tips, the triggers that are taking me out of my centered space. Once I identify the triggers, I'm either going to help reduce those triggers by improvement or elimination. That's where you go from pacification to change. Identify the risks and then do something about the risks. So when parents call me or I'm in a counseling session, they say my kids are out of control. And I say, okay, give me an example. Well, Timmy doesn't obey me or give um, or don't respond when I ask him to do something. Okay, how do you hold Timmy accountable for not being obedient? If the answer is anywhere around, I just yell, 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 or do those um, threats like, 
if you don't do so-and-so, I'm going to do this. That's the problem. Now, this podcast isn't about how to discipline your kids. What I am saying is you're yelling at something or a person is not going to drive change. And I'm not telling you that you're not a very human person where you feel like just sometimes you might need to yell. I'm not even going there at all. What I am saying, that's not going to get you into change. In that instance, you may get some movement. But when you build a routine and maintain a culture that's consistent for children, they tend to want to be in line with what's around them culturally. So if they're chaos yelling and unrest as a form to get something to happen, that would never stick. Parameters, expectations, ownership, and accountability. That gets lasting results. And we have to take that same approach in our lives. Yes, you will hurt. Yes, you will have some painful times. But in change is housed your success and your future goals. We talked about strategy and planning. Part of that is adaptability and change. So don't get pacified because it doesn't allow you to fully embody what's happening to you. You absolutely must go for it. Absolutely must go for it. Change, change. And the only thing that you're going to gain is a win. And trust me, folks, I don't care what videos or other books tell you, sometimes ultimately winning may still not feel good because it was only a little piece of the bigger puzzle. But you put change in place so you can get the bigger puzzle. And you may have a scar because of it. And let me tell you what my mama used to always tell me, and it won't kill you. A little hard work, a little hurt feelings will not kill you. And this is why we're in a society today that we will knowingly do something that's going to hurt our purpose for the thrill of right now. And it happens over and over and over again. And because your life is okay, you still don't see the beauty and magnificence that ahead. That if you begin to put some structure and discipline in place, the life that God has for you. And guess what? I talk about this in the book and you want to get this. Because it's a scripture that talks about that God would give you your heart's desire. And that's absolutely true. But as you grow in God and as you grow, period, as a person, you begin to have different desires. And those desires, in order to be truly fruitful, must align to the will of God for your life. I'm fired up about this pacification thing because I see it and I'm living it in so many areas of my own life. Where you get a problem and people or the situation is just being pacified and real change isn't there. Real change isn't there. Just last night, and I put this on my Instagram, follow me on all my social media outlets. 
at Dr. S. Charles Lee. That's D-R-S. Charles Lee, Twitter, IG, and Facebook. We have to understand that when something tries to derail your plan and prevent change from happening, we already know that now is a form of being subdued and reducing your power, right? We now have to get to the place where we're now taking action to secure our win. But that doesn't mean people or situations won't try to derail the plan. Last night, I didn't record my podcast because I was very disturbed. Um, someone from my past, who I rarely communicate with, brought me a bone of gossip about someone that's close to me. And the first thing I said first, without much thought, was, why are you telling me this? And that's when the stuttering started. And I said this, listen, bro. I can't let you rob my peace and replace it with hurt and disappointment. It's not that I didn't believe what was being told to me or why is that relevant to me? <laughs> but I knew listening to it that you were just trying to steal my peace. And that's not for grabs. That's not negotiable. It's not for sale. So I gave that feedback and I told him he need to check his character. Now, that person don't call me often and I doubt he will call me again. But he now knows that he at least talked to somebody that day that said, you're not going to steal my joy. There's absolutely no reason why you should be telling me this. And I'm not even going to dig hard to see if that's true or not. That's maturity. Another thing that change will allow you to do, and I posted this on Instagram, it will allow you to focus on things that you need even when you can have what you want. Twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. I know a lot of folks say twenty twenty is just an awful year so far. It has literally been life changing for me. Um, since I've got to Louisville, Kentucky, I have learned more about me than I have in the last 10 or 15 years of my life, in the last year and a half. I've learned what real stress is. I'm talking about real stress, not you had a bad day at work. That's what I used to have. I didn't know the difference. A couple of bad days at work for the week, I'd be like, whoa, this was a rough week. I went almost a year and a half with just stress on my life. A lot of it was self-imposed, and then I was too weak. I talk about this. I was too weak to make decisions in my life that would be difficult. And when I started making those difficult decisions, and I'm in the process of still making difficult decisions, I did not get any true relief until I started making those tough decisions that I cry about and heard about. But right now, I am in a much better space and no, it still doesn't feel good, 
but I'm in a much better space now than I have been in the last 18 months. I choose to not allow things and people to now weigh on my brain, my self-reflection, how I approach things. I only use those things as learning tools and I am firmly grounded in who I am, what I deserve and what I will have for my season. I make that. No one else makes that. No loved one, no co-worker, no parent, no financial situation, no circumstance changes how I view myself and what I am rooted in. And that, my friends, are called being, it's called being centered. And so now I'm there and pacification won't work for my life. The reason I'm being very, very personal, because we think because we see things like preacher, motivator, influencer, you see degrees and all these things that people don't actually still have real life. The biggest attack that the enemy can put on us is actually in our brains. So everyone doesn't have the issue of I need money to pay my bills. Sometimes people just want to feel valued and loved consistently. And the money is a bad factor. It's, it's, not, it's not even in the equation. Sometimes you need just hope and resilience. Not another gift to pacify and glide over something. Or another purchase to make you feel good. Sometimes we have to get to the core. In fact, all the time, we've got to get to the core of the issue. What am I bottom line saying here is stop fearing change because when you fear change, you're fearing your win. Your goals being met, your vision being uh, completely fulfilled. You must not fear change. And that's the difference, friends. The challenge today is to no longer feel pacified or allow pacification. You need to push. We need to push. We will push for permanent, lasting change. And those actions will go towards our success and not be a waste and liability to our time. Period. That's where we are. Come back. And realize that you have something to get accomplished. Because when you are under the guise of being pacified or you are allowing pacification or you're the one that's doing pacification, you're not with yourself. That's why I said come back. You're not with yourself. You are absent in the class. Because a leader recognizes the difference between pacification and real change. Accountability and ownership comes through the executing of those items. And it must first start with us. It's important. It's important. It is so important. Please like, share, and subscribe to all of my um, outlets. Um, 
because I really think God is really doing something in my life and I want to share it with you all. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that in the reach of my voice that you actually can win. And I'm not just giving you empty words. Address things that are just simply being pacified and promote real change in your life. Your life, your purpose and destiny will thank you. That's the difference between existing and truly living. Every time you see an obstacle or a roadblock, I need you to say in your mind real time, this is another great exercise for learning. This is another great exercise to increase my faith. This is another great exercise that I get to hone a skill or demonstrate a skill I should have already learned. Don't go through something and not reap the benefits of learning from it. Until next time, friends. Pacification is out in your life and real changes in. Show up to the party.